Central Ohio is a hub of businesses large and small, including nonprofit and social enterprise organizations, all connected by the experiences we share and the stories we tell. Your BBB wants to showcase businesses who are working every day to build trust and support our communities. BBB SparkCast is where we can learn from local entrepreneurs firsthand. Hello, listeners, and thanks for joining us for this episode of BBB SparkCast. My name is Jessica Kapkar, and I'm the Communications Manager with Your BBB. Today, I'm joined by Scott Light, owner of Scott Light Consulting. Scott spent 28 years as a journalist, news anchor, interviewer, and self-described political junkie. He covered stories over four continents, interviewed newsmakers like former President Jimmy Carter, and witnessed and reported on historical events like 9-11, the 2000 presidential recount, and lived for a month in Beijing to cover the 2008 Olympics. He has won seven Emmy Awards for his work on newscasts and stories, most recently with WBNS 10 TV, and in July of 2020, decided to hang up the microphone and start his own consulting business in Columbus. Scott, we're glad to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Jess, it's good to hear your voice. Good to be, even virtually, just good to be with another human today. (laughs) Absolutely, it's nice to have you here. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience in the media in Columbus? Um, well, actually, let's back up. Why don't sure. you go ahead and give us a little bit more insight on into you and your career and kind of maybe um, what the catalyst was for you to kind of switch gears and start um, your own consulting firm in, um, you know, 2020, the year that no one saw coming. Exactly. It was the year that no one saw coming for sure. Yeah. And starting a business in a pandemic that that that's that's questionable. Right. But, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, I do come from the broadcast world. Thank you very much for that most kind um, introduction. And, you know, I knew I wanted to be a journalist since I was 19 years old. I was a DJ in high school and then went to college and studied communications, radio, TV and journalism. And so I I I like telling stories and I think that's 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 the business that you know journalists are really in you know and and I I do think even as much as journalism has changed I I say it's probably changed more in the last 10 years than it has in the previous 50 but it is still about writing and telling and showing a good story whether you're print or, or or radio or um you know mainstream broadcast or a podcast or whatever it may be um, that's really what it's all about. And so, yeah, I did switch it up for sure. Uh, leaving, leaving, uh, newsrooms where I was tethered for, uh, more than a quarter of a century. But if you think about it, I, I'm, I'm really staying in the lanes that where I feel comfortable. I, Jessica, I am not a business person. I don't want to run a business. I don't know how to pay taxes. So I <laughs> hire somebody to help me with all that. I'm staying in my lanes of, of being a storyteller, now helping clients in the media world, helping them in PR, helping them if they happen to, you know, have have a crisis, and also helping them in in video production, helping people to, you know, produce branding messages in that way. So if you think about it, I, I'm I'm really doing what I've always done. I mean, news anchors and reporters, sure. we are crisis communicators. We are communicators. We are, you know public relations specialists and and we are community advocates i'm just not doing it you know in front of a camera anymore so but I, they, but it's good to be back on a microphone with you today so it's 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 good to you know keep those skills up a little bit well it's great to have you here and um i'm sure you're being humble in the fact that you you know i don't know how to run a business 
Um, but, you know, this uh, podcast, you know, SparkCast is really kind of about that. It's about, um, you know, people and organizations and companies who didn't really necessarily have a roadmap to, um, you know, what they're doing or what they're doing now. Um, so it's great to have you here. And I think this is going to be a really great podcast and shed some incredibly um, helpful information um, um, into the world and to our listeners. Um, as we mentioned, you have very extensive knowledge of all things media. Um, and now you've got this you know, company that specializes in media and PR and video production. Um, the, the PR world and the connection to mainstream media, is it fair to say, is changing very rapidly. Um, would you like to talk about that a little bit? Sure. You know, I did a little experiment just before I left Channel 10 last summer, and I, I wanted to to just have an anecdote to share. I, I knew I was launching my own business, and so my experiment was this. In a Monday through Friday, um, five-day period, I counted up the number of press releases that I got from, you know, PR folks, from political campaigns, from public information officers, you know. At, oh, from you BB, know, maybe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so in that Monday through Friday period, I will tell you, Jess, I stopped counting by the time that number got over 500 on Friday. Wow. So it was a lot. It was It yeah. was a lot. So, but here's the number that I think really tells the story and it's incredibly low. So out of those 500 plus basically pitches, you know, news pitches that I got mm -hmm. people pitching stories or whatnot. Um, I also counted up how many people followed up with either another email to say, hey, Scott, you know, know your inbox is jammed. Did you have a chance to take a look at this? And or followed up with a phone call. So out of 500 plus emails in that Monday through Friday period, I had two people actually follow up. And so I, I think that gives you, hopefully it gives our, your listeners here a sense of um, the, the, the PR world has to change and it is, but it, it's all about uh, the relationship. I mean, it, it, it just is, you know, it used to be you hired a PR company to yes, help you with your messaging get those press releases out and leverage their relationships with the media. And, um, you know, maybe in, in days gone by, um, you know, hitting send on a press release was a deliverable. Well, now it's not. And, and I would argue to you that, that the kind of the old fashioned press release in its, oh gosh, in its kind of historic sense, I think it's kind of on life support because you can now, you know, get your message out in so many other ways besides mainstream media. Mainstream media is very important. It is 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 very, very important. But again, there are just so many other ways to build your own microphone in, in the way that you've done it with the BBB and, and with SparkCast. And, you know, because you're 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 creating and you have created a microphone for the for the BBB in this sense. And that's what people are doing. And And that's what I tell my clients that they have to do. Yeah, I mean that the we're all a little, you know, kind of inundated, I think, and um, you know, news is 24/7 now. And how how have you seen how have you seen, I guess, that or have you seen a change in the way we build those relationships? Um, you know, with the the introduction of social media, and you mentioned, you know, in the past 10 years, media has probably changed more than it has in the past 50. Um, 
how have you seen you know relationships change and the need for you know those relationships change that is 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 huge in that people have asked you know over the years what is that secret sauce to media relations mm-hmm. and to me that part has never changed and i say you got to add four more letters to the end of that second word and it has to be media relationships so i'm glad you hit on that word jessica because if if you have and when i say you i mean it could be a nonprofit, it could be a politician, it could be a company of one or a company of a hundred thousand. But if you have relationships built out with members of the media, you will most likely get fairer coverage. Mm-hmm. And you, it, it, it's just, it's just beneficial in in many ways. And I, and I know you and I will, will probably talk about crisis communications maybe a little bit later on. It helps mm-hmm. when a crisis hits. It helps when you're trying to get out, quote, positive stories out there. It helps when you're trying to, again, build your own narrative, your company's narrative in that community advocacy space. Or in maybe if a company or, or an organization is doing great things when it comes to civil rights or gay rights, whatever it may be. But if you've got relationships, real relationships built out with, with members of the media, you have a better chance of getting your story told. And then you also have a better chance, again, of, of hopefully getting <clears throat> more well-rounded coverage, um, you know, in case that crisis hits. I, I think about this, Jess. I think about, mm-hmm. you know, you've got two little ones. Your, your husband is an educator. You guys, I mean, my kids are, are, are I, I say, sweaty, hairy teenagers in college <laughs> now. So we're in, we're in different parts of life. But I can certainly remember, you know trying to get home, you're in line at the grocery store, it is eight people deep, and you're trying to get home to relieve a babysitter, to get to a soccer game, to help out with homework, da 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 And so I, 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 I explain it this way. Think of two conversations that, um, that you would have. So you're in that line at the grocery store, an executive from the store comes by, and you're like, hey, um, you know, do you think you could open up another lane? I mean, look at the line here. You know, I mean, that's, that's maybe a a gracious way to put it. Some people probably aren't that aren't that gracious. Mm-hmm. But think, <laughs> think if think if that grocery store manager was your neighbor, and then you saw her coming, and you're like, "Hey, Laura! Oh my gosh, you're at work today. You guys are cranking. Holy cow! Look at your store. Any chance you could, you know, kind of help a neighbor out and help all of us in the line?" So right. my, my point is, the tone and tenor of just a conversation like that completely changes, right? If you know Mm -hmm. the person, you know, if you know that person, you're not going to embarrass your neighbor and say, Hey, Laura, you know, come on, open up some lines, you loser. You're not going (laughs) to say that. And so, and I, and I say that just, if you've got, if you've got relationships built out with the media, same thing, it's about interpersonal skills. It's about, it's about human to human contact again, whether it's a grocery store manager or a member of the media. Absolutely. And so, Scott, we we are planning, we are going to be hosting a webinar with you as well, um, you know, kind of talking about media relations 101, for lack of a better term. Um, we'll polish that up, you know, before we have sure. our webinar together. Um, but, you know, I think, for example, BBB is an organization. We've been around for 100 years. Our brand is, um, you know, kind of recognizable. And um, maybe people think that, you know, BBB has... I don't want to say a leg up, but it's maybe a little bit more natural for us to have those media relationships and to build out those relationships. And 
we've been lucky, I've been lucky to do so, um, you know, with you especially, but for maybe a, an organization or for people who are, um, you know, just trying to get this started or they're building their organization or they're, you know, it's their first kind of um, sticking their toe into the waters. What are some things that they might need to know or realize or some, um, you know, tips that you can give them um, as they kind of try to navigate this relationship building? Sure. I was talking to some healthcare providers uh, not long ago in a roundtable discussion, mm -hmm. and I just threw out the question, um, have you made contact with the uh, health reporter over at the Columbus Dispatch? And there was, you know, just kind of radio silence a little bit. And, and honestly, it surprised me. Um, a few people knew knew his name. But it was a question that, like I said, it was it was crickets after I asked that. And so mm -hmm. that's one thing to say is is that, you know, what whatever business that you're in, try to find a member of the media who is covering that beat, so to so to speak, or mm -hmm. a member of the media who could maybe, um, you know, amplify and know a little bit about your company or your message or the again mm -hmm. that narrative that you're trying to get out and so that involves that involves you know uh, um doing a little homework and and you know jumping on twitter or jumping on instagram or facebook and following members of the media who you know that may intersect with your company uh, or or again whatever whatever narrative that that you may you may be exploring in a in a public fashion that way so doing some homework there I, I think is really, really important. And I think the other thing too, Jess, is, you know, people will, will ask, where do you guys get your stories? Well, you know, we get the best stories from people who call or email or text and say, hey, this is going on in our neighborhood and it's really impacting so-and-so. Is that something you'd like to cover, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's, it's really still a super simple process of how reporters really get great stories at the ground level. And, and so once you make those, make those contacts and, and do some outreach, um, and again, it can start with a tweet and, or it could start with, uh, you know, friending them on Facebook or something in social, mm -hmm. um, or reading their stories. You'll see after, um, you know, a lot of uh, uh, stories will say, if at the end, we'll say, if you have comments, you can, email that reporter. Well, you know what? Email that reporter. And so I, I tell people to, you know, to be assertive and, and to get to know those reporters and those folks who, again, could could influence their world. And so I, I, I think it still kind of circles back to being assertive, doing a little homework, and then trying to build that relationship that, again, may start with a tweet. And then from there, it may lead to a lunch or it may lead to an event and maybe you get that reporter at your event or whatever, whatever, but eventually, it, you know, hopefully it leads to a face-to-face -face meeting. And, and, and I also say this, you got to put in the time. I mean, it, it's going to take mm -hmm. months and years to build trust and to build relationships with members of the media. But I assure you, if you put in, you know, if, if people put in the work, it will be fruitful. Yeah, and I mean, kind of going back to, you know, news being 24-7, and it's not just sending a press release and assuming that that's going to get to the right person or to, you know, even be seen and utilizing all of the different platforms. Um, you know, I, I think that 
not having a social media presence might be um, less and less of an option for a lot of businesses um, because that is the way that people are connecting now. And I don't know that that was always the case in terms of relationship building. It seems, um, you know, again, we were talking even virtually, it's nice to just be with another person. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So, you know, what once maybe seemed so um, impersonal in terms of social media and virtual meetings um, now really is kind of the way that the world works. And um, I think that we've realized, you know, how much broader a reach that gives us. Um, in terms of, you know, getting our message out and connecting with people just in general. I think so, too. And 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 it's yeah, the BBB is great about that. You guys hit all channels. It's great that you've got a podcast like this. Um, and that's what I say to folks. Build your microphone and, and build it in, in ways that maybe you you haven't thought about it. And the other thing, too, Jess, I would say. And, and again, I fully realize that that the broadcast is is my um, is my go to and obviously, mm -hmm. you know, visual. It's a visual medium. But I would say this, the, the arrows are, are pointing nothing but northward, nothing but up for video, for an interactive mm -hmm. experience. And so I, I tell folks to remember that, you know, and, and when you're building out your website, I am not a website designer. But when you are <laughs> building out your website, for example, Fill it with content that's shareable. Fill it with digital content instead of, you know, FAQ pages or, or whatever. And so I, I took a class, um, a continuing education class recently on social media. And mm -hmm. one of the statistics, I even have it on my whiteboard. I'm looking at it in my office. I look at it all the time. And, and as a reminder to me and a reminder to clients and, and potential clients, and that is this. There is a prediction by next year, by 2022, that 82% of all internet traffic is going to be video based. Mm -hmm. And so that just tells you that people want, they want an experience, you know, they want an experiential right. um, uh, relationship, so to speak, even if it's a 10 second video, goofy video on TikTok. But sometimes, <laughs> That's what resonates. And so mm -hmm. I tell people to think in in those respects too, when you when you are thinking about building out a narrative, to think, like you said, in those social media spaces, whether it's a 10-second TikTok video or whether it's a 90-second really nice, smooth, polished branding video that goes mm -hmm. on your website. Yeah. And I think, you know, having resources like you in our community is so beneficial to um, you know, all of our businesses, whether they're large or small, um, you know, I know that you have experience in varying sizes of businesses and um, with, you know, all you know types of businesses, both for profit and nonprofit. So mm -hmm. being able to utilize, you know, local, you know, talent and businesses and um, experts like you is a, is a great benefit to our business community. Um, so we're glad to have you in Columbus. Um, we also, you kind of mentioned um, media relationships and how they um, filter into crisis um, communications and when a crisis occurs. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Sure. I say that, again, when you're building out relationships with members of the media, make sure they have your cell phone. Make sure that they can get in touch 
with you because it is it is one of those things, Jess, and you and I have talked about this um, in the time that we've known each other. It's really not a matter of um, if a crisis is going to hit a particular organization. It's really a matter of when. Mm-hmm. And so when that does hit and you know there's a reporter covering this story, you want them to call you. You want them to text you and say, hey, I know that this you know, piece of video, whatever it may be, went viral, and I know that it could affect you guys. What's your comment? You know, what can you get us to to combat what other people are saying? Whatever, whatever it may be. And, and again, that gets to that relationship, right? I mean, right. so think about, you know, what what you don't want is if if you don't have those relationships built out in the media and the crisis hits. So. What you don't want is the first time you're meeting a reporter is when they're, you know, covering your organization, your company, or you when you're in crisis. Mm-hmm. You definitely do not want that because again, they're coming into it cold, and and again, no relationship is built out. So so that's that's huge. It it, it just is. And and the other thing that that I would say too, one of the first things that that I say, um, I do some. Um, I have a, you mentioned our webinar, we are, we're going to do what I think is probably going to be like a half day, you know, really immersive class in, in media yeah. relations. I've built out this curriculum with some um, colleagues of mine in Washington, D.C., and it's, I, we think it's really, really good and, and really, um, really informative. And, you know, we say, and, and I've said this to people all the time, um, you know, just say no to no comment. No comment is about the worst thing, seriously, that you can say, even if it's in crisis, even if you, you know, even if you're in one of those ambush interviews and the media has circled outside your door and, you know, you've got five TV cameras waiting on you when you walk out the door. There are ways that you can say <laughs> there, there is an art to saying something without saying something. Right. And if, if you've got it, you know, if you've got a good- You covered politics, Scott, you know exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> These politicians say nothing all the time. And so, yeah, so there is an art to it. There is. So you do have to be ready. You know, you've got to have a plan for crisis. If you mm-hmm. don't have a plan, I tell folks that if you don't have a plan and if you don't have a go team uh, ready in crisis, then you're vulnerable. But, you know, there are some, again, some tactics. I mean, getting into, you know, no comment and things like that, that's getting more on, on the tactical side. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you've got to have a plan at 30,000 feet, and then you've got to have the tactics at ground level um, to, to execute, you know, when a crisis does hit. can't just have your elevator speech for your brand. You have to have the elevator speech for crisis as well, assuming that at some point you might need it. And, you know, it's like insurance. If you have it just in case, you hope you never have to use it, but it's, you know, peace of mind to to have it as well, right? That That is a great, uh, I haven't thought about it as an insurance policy. I'm going to steal <laughs> that steal that from you right yeah, now. That is yours. And, <laughs> Happy to- and you know what? My wife is an insurance broker. I should have made that connection uh, before now, but Jess, Thanks to you. But seriously, no, you're right. I mean, you know, we all get we all have car insurance. We all have homeowners insurance and flood insurance, whatever, whatever. And you know what? It, it is. It's peace of mind. And you hope you never have to use it. But boy, you want it to be there uh, in case a crisis hits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Scott, what are are there any, you know, let's say key things that a company of any age can remember um, or key takeaways that they can remember 
when it comes to marketing their organization and maybe starting those relationships with the media? I would say a, a couple of things. Um, again, and we, we've kind of circled around this notion a little bit in our conversation here. Don't be afraid of the outreach. You know, a lot of people will say, oh my gosh, I'm so not going to engage with the media because all they're looking for is a negative story. That mm -hmm. is just simply not true. And, mm -hmm. and if you think about the turn that the media made in the pandemic, Jess, when, mm -hmm. you know, there was so much negative going on. I, I mean, we were in a pandemic, for goodness sakes. And, mm -hmm. and the media actively, and I thought it was a, a great move. They at so many media organizations did outreach programs where they said, you know what, tell us the good things that are happening in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. We have to get those stories out. And then mm -hmm. what what the media found out in the last year is that people will watch and listen and read those stories. They're yearning for it. They want it. And so um, so I think that's I think there's been a shift, which is good. I, I do. I think that's that's because we need. We need uplifting stories. We need positive stories. We need motivating stories out there. And so I do. I tell people, um, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to um, to engage. Now, ha have a plan. You know, do you want um, do you want to be a a source of information for the media? Do you want to be a subject matter expert for the media, or do you want to be looked at? You know, maybe in um, maybe you want you or your organization to be looked at as, as more of a, a real community partner out there. So it's a matter of, you know, picking your lane or lanes, so to speak. But, you know, do you do you want to be, for example, uh, when I was, you know, I, when when there were political stories that would break, you know, I would have <laughs> a go to list of three to five people that I would text immediately just to say, hey, can you confirm that, you know, this person is running for office or this person has launched this campaign or has, you know, mm -hmm. da, da. and so it, it's um, and and so I would say that to, let's say, a healthcare executive or an economist out there. If you feel like that you've got some subject matter expertise that you could share, you know what, build those relationships with the media and then, you know, maybe you get that call, um, you know, when there are some reverberations in the housing market or with healthcare or a major, you know, the Fed makes some moves that are they're going to affect your 401k. You know what? If you can be a subject matter experts, an expert for media in those sense or in that sense or in those situations, you know what? I, I say go for it. And and so again, it 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 will just help long term. It'll it'll help long term. Um, you know, if you're building your brand out there, whether it's in, in the community advocacy space, subject matter expertise, or being a, being a source for a, a media representative, even, even off the record or on, or on, on background, um, all, those, all those relationships, again, can be really, really fruitful uh, in all kinds of ways. Great. Well, thank you so much, Scott, for being here with us. Um, if people want to get some more information on who you are, what you do, um, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Sure. I tell everybody, you know, I've mentioned you've got to have phone numbers and emails and whatnot. You know what? I, I put my mobile phone in the signature of, of my emails. Anybody can reach me at Scott at scottlightconsulting.com. And then my uh, uh, web address, scottlightconsulting.com. And so there you'll see 
a little bit about you know what what I do and 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 what I offer and and honestly, Jess, I, I love it that um, you know the BBB is about trust. You guys have built your brand and and that's what you're all about and and you're to be commended for that and and just like I'm trying to you know stay in my lanes of, of being a creative and and still being a storyteller and so that that's what I say to people as well and, and probably I should have mentioned this earlier you know what authenticity when you are building out these relationships just like the BBB stays auth authentic to the word trust I'm gonna stay authentic to to my creative lanes and that's the other thing too that I would uh, I'd want to maybe leave folks with today is that you know whatever those endeavors are out there with the media in the community on social media stay authentic and stay true to who you are and uh, because people can spot a phony they they really can uh, especially young people especially my kids they can spot me when I'm being <laughs> you know phony dad or whatever but yeah you know what stay true to who you are stay authentic and and your message will resonate. Well, great. Thank you again, Scott. And we're lucky to have, um, you know, as you said, we know what we're experts in and we know what we're not. So we love <laughs> tapping into um, our expert, you know, accredited businesses um, just like you. And we're really looking forward to hosting that webinar in July um, with you as well. And then, um, you know, that kind of bigger um, meteor, you know, mm -hmm. full day, half day, um, you know, workshop later on this year. So, um, Please make sure that you visit our website at bbb.org to find out more, informa more information about those. Um, and listeners, be sure to follow BBB Sparkcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on the conversation. And if there's a topic that you'd like to hear about, feel free to email us at podcast at centralohio.bbb.org. We look forward to you joining us next time.